0: Welcome to Dunktown, the podcast where we learn about basketball one game at a time. I'm Anastasia and I'm Agata. And today we have an extra special guest. He is a writer for The Ringer and the author of the best-selling books Basketball and Other Things and Movies and Other Things. It's Shay Serrano. What's?
1: <laughs> <Hey. laughs>
2: Welcome. Thank you so much for being here. We're really excited to have you. Yeah, of course. You know, we're big fans. We we love following you on Twitter. Um, and we just had to have you on to chat. <laughs> yeah. And and
0: we we saw that you've been uh, doing the big book tour. How's that been going?
1: That has been hectic. It's easy now because it's basically over. We have a couple of like one-off spots that we'll hit up after this. But, you know, for the last, the book came out on October 8th. So, mm-hmm. from like September 8th to October, I don't know, 18. uh, It's just, it's like nonstop and there's a tremendous amount of like stress that goes into it. You're, you're terrified of everything. Um, It sucks. It's super, super sucky, but we're, we're through it. (laughs) So it's okay now.
0: Nice. Congrats. I mean, it's,
2: it's, it looked exciting from from the other side, but I'm sure it's stressful and you're trying, you're trying to make sure everything's going smoothly and all that stuff. But um, congratulations it's really exciting that you are now on your second
1: book yeah. um, how are you feeling about it uh, I feel good I mean this is the second book in the and other things series which mm-hmm. is supposed to be a three book series oh, Okay. so um, yeah I feel like you, you know, you, you're nervous going in because you want it to sell well you want it to perform you want people to say nice things about it that's like mm-hmm. that's the scariest part because the basketball book the basketball book did really well, at least as far as like my level of being an author is concerned. Mm-hmm. Um, and Didn't so it get was praised just,
0: by Obama? I mean, that's doing really well.
1: <laughs> that's, that's exciting. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was on the bestseller list. It, it was on Barack Obama's list. It was like, yeah, that was <laughs> that was neat. So when the movie book comes out, what was out, it
2: like? Oh, I'm sorry. What, like, what was it? What was it like meeting Obama?
1: Uh, it was overwhelming. We were Laramie and I went. We got to go up to the White House, and like he he just is like I don't know. This is back in at the end of sixteen or something before the book had even come out when we got to do that. But oh, wow. it was just uh, he's got like a real gravity to him. He just walks in the in the room or like I think we were on like the South Lawn or whatever it's called mm-hmm. at the White House, and he walked out there and it felt like everything just sort of started to lean in his direction and you're mm-hmm. just trying not to fall down and look like an idiot. Wow.
2: <laughs> so this, this was before your book came out. So was he like,
1: how did this um, experience happen? Uh, the, the Cavs were out there. Uh, they had just, they had won the championship that year and they do the thing where the mm-hmm. you know, NBA team goes to the white house and they want to, usually yeah. it happens, uh, the year after, um, or after December but they wanted to hurry up and get in there before Obama was gone. This is their transition <laughs> from Obama to Trump. Yeah. And they're like, we we make it happen now. So they ended up going there and then they invited, uh, a few writers got to go and watch and like oh, be a wow. part of it. Um, that's so, so I went cool. there to go, to go write about it for the ringer.
2: Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Very exciting.
1: So what's your basketball
0: history? How did you get into it?
1: Uh, Probably the way mostly uh, everybody else did. I just started playing when I was a kid. Uh, I grew up in San Antonio and the the Spurs at the time were the only professional sports team we had. So it was like a big basketball town. And, uh, you, you know, I would go to the games with my dad and you just sort of fall in love with the game through this combination of watching it with your people or playing it with your friends or even eventually like NBA Jam came out and then you start playing video games of basketball and everything just sort of started circling around like that until you are just all mm-hmm. the way up to your neck in basketball.
0: <laughs> so, the Spurs um, were actually, they infuriated both me and Agata at different times because I'm I'm from Phoenix. I'm a Suns fan. Agata mm. from Dallas. And <laughs> the Spurs killed us both yeah. at one time or another.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's true. Just traumatic memories. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was, uh, much more fun on our side of those equations.
2: <laughs> yeah. I can imagine.
0: <laughs> so that, that team, uh, with Tim Duncan and, you know, Tony Parker, Mono Ginobili, that, that, um, era of the Spurs how old were you? I mean, that must've been like a really exciting time to be into basketball.
1: Yeah. So that was, you know, Manu shows up in 2003. He's the last one or 2002, 2003 season. He was the like final piece of that big three. So at that time I was early twenties. Like I just turned 20, 21, something like that. Um, Mm -hmm. So yeah, I was like fully invested at that point. The Spurs had won in 1999, during the lockout season, they beat the Knicks that year. Uh, but it wasn't until that 2003 season when, uh, I don't know, some people use the the lockout as like an excuse for why the Spurs won and they, I remember Phil Jackson famously called it an asterisk title. Oh, and no. So, when they, <laughs> yeah, so when they won in 2003, four years later, it was like, okay, they've officially like won an official, like there's no way to deny it now. And also, At Mm -hmm. that point, Tim Duncan had become the best basketball player on the planet and uh, it was just like all of the pieces were coming together. Uh, Manu was a rookie that year and he still, he had like a couple of big moments that we were all really excited about. Tony was still figuring everything out but he had become an essential piece of the team. Um, It was like, it was very exciting to know you were staring at like probably 10 years at least of good basketball Mm -hmm. ahead of you. Uh, this yeah. was back before, uh, you know. Th- in the NBA now, you've got a good player on your team. That's like, I hope he's here next year, or I hope right. he's here for two seasons, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the time, it was like, oh, we got a team. We're going to be together for a bit. That's awesome. Yeah,
0: yeah. There were so many times when, like, you know, my sons were like, we're going to play this super fast, and we're going to, you know, just like really wild, uh, like wow the crowd. And then Tim Duncan would slow it down, <laughs> yeah. force them to like play his game. It was very infuriating, but I'm I can imagine how exciting it that that time yeah. was for you. Um, how are you I feeling ro-
1: about the I, current Spurs team? Uh, I'm excited about this the the new Spurs team we have. What um, regarding your sons? I remember when we played y'all the 2005 series is the one everybody sort of talks about. Um, yeah, <laughs> um, but that one I remember. Everybody was terrified of the Suns. Y'all, had Mike D'Antoni, y'all were doing the whole seven seconds or less thing. Yeah, and the Spurs were sort of the opposite. And that first game we played in in Phoenix, because I think y'all had the best record that year or something close to it, but definitely home court advantage. And uh, the Spurs came out and and Pop decided we were going to play fast that game. We scored like one hundred and twenty one points, which for the Spurs is like. We like to score 82 points, so to score 121, <laughs> we, it was unbelievable, unbelievable to watch. But the new Spurs are the new Spurs are fun this year, especially. We've got a couple of of like young, exciting pieces that are becoming more and more uh,
3: mm-hmm.
1: vital to the uh, to like the culture mm-hmm. here. Like Dejounte is 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 finally playing. We lost him all last season, the Arzani in the in the preseason. Um, but we got DeJounte, right. we got Derek Derek White, who he he made – I felt like he made the leap last year during the Denver Nuggets series. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. And then, you know, Brent Forbes has been shooting the ball, like, unbelievably well. Um, We've yeah. got some, like, young pieces that we are excited about watching them become people who believe in themselves.
2: Totally. That, that's exciting. I mean, right now I think, you know, this season is very much um, – kind of up in the air and up for anyone to grab. So I think it's like an exciting time in basketball for sure. Um do you have any predictions for for how you feel like this season's going to go?
1: For the Spurs or for the entire NBA? For the league, yeah. Oh no, I have no idea. I don't think anybody knows. Like <laughs> uh, so if we're just talking specifically about the Spurs, the the Spurs right now are Five and four. They're in the ninth place in the Western Conference as we are recording this podcast. Mm-hmm. If we would, if we would have recorded it last week, they were in. They were tied for first place. Right. And it's just like if you lose three games, you you might be out of the playoffs now. You know what I'm saying? There's no way. There's no way to tell. Of course, the Clippers look great,
2: mm-hmm. uh, and they
1: still haven't gotten Paul back. The uh, and the Lakers look. They're playing incredible defense right now. They look. Those two teams are probably going to be like the ones everybody's chasing but even still, you feel like when you get in a game with those two, nobody feels unbeatable the way that say the Warriors had for the last few years or the heat before them, it's like good luck guessing.
2: Yeah. Well, and they're, you know, they're new teams and they're still getting used to each other. So it's really just like yeah, a total question mark.
0: You could put a bunch of stars on a team. It doesn't mean that they're going to work well
2: together. Yeah. When... What if they start fighting the locker <laughs> <laughs> That happens.
1: That's what I'm hoping for. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so you're also a Las Vegas Aces uh, fan, right?
1: That is correct.
0: So how did you feel about their performance this last year and, and what they look like going forward too?
1: Uh, I felt good about it. The, the same thing that you're just mentioning right now about you put a new star on the team and you don't know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. The Aces brought in Liz Cambage, who is like the most dominant low, low post player in the league.
2: Love and, her.
1: <laughs> and everybody was like, I mean, we were excited about it, of course, because if you, you get a player who can do what Liz does, like, of course, you take her. But there was also like a little bit of how is she going to fit in? We've already got Asia. Like mm-hmm. we kind of we kind of know what this team is is looking to do, and of course she came in and she was fantastic. I'm talking about Liz. But the first year right. they did about as well as, as you as you hoped. They ended up you know pushing the Mystics. That was a, a solid series they had, and the Mystics went on to yeah, win the title eventually. So like if you're going to lose, lose to the Mystics. But I felt good about them. I, I, I felt especially good about Kelsey Plum, who had had like a, like two tough years regarding the expectations that were sort of placed on her shoulders. Mm-hmm. Um, but then when the playoffs came this past season, she was fucking out of her mind. Yeah. And yeah, Everybody was watching her play and going like, oh, just do this. If you do this, the aces will be unbeatable. If you play like this for a whole season and we know what you're going to do, it was. It was. I felt really good about next season, even when they were losing to the Mystics. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, if Kelsey plays this way, I feel great. I just hope Liz comes back. I hope they. All, you know, we have all of our pieces here: DeErica, um, mm-hmm. Ty, Kayla, Asia, Kelsey. If Liz is there again, Jackie makes another jump. Sydney's there. Like we, we should be good.
0: Yeah, I feel like. um Derricka Hamby had the play of the of the year last season. Oh, totally, yeah. With her oh, half yeah, court. Yeah, I agree with, <laughs> that
1: I was agree crazy. with you there. I don't know what I don't know what she was thinking when she shot that <laughs> shot. I, when I was watching the game, and uh, so that's that's the the playoff game. There, they should have lost that one. Um, but she steals the ball, and there's like six seconds left, and she just chucks it up from forty feet away. I thought that she did that because. She, the The ref had blown the whistle and like the play was over and she was just doing it because that's sometimes what players do mm-hmm. or maybe she thought she had stepped out of bounds or was falling out. I have no idea what was going on um, but yeah when she I, when she shot that shot I was like it was all, an awful decision and then the best de- <laughs> the best decision that I'd ever seen in my life it was yeah. so great
2: it was amazing we were yeah. recording while it was happening and we yeah we freaked out <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, you recently tweeted <laughs> You recently tweeted about um, how you want to sit courtside at a Spurs game. Um, and we saw that the team offered you free tickets. Um, what's it like to have
1: so much power? <laughs> uh, um, it's it's fine. It's, I, I don't think too much about it. That, that sort of thing happens like more and more regularly now where if I tweet about a thing, yeah. th- th- whoever is running the account for that particular thing, it would usually like reach over to me. Like for example, just the other day, uh, there's this company called Arcade One Up and they make these like three-quarter size versions of arcade machines that I really mm-hmm. like. They sell them at Walmart. They're like 300 bucks. Oh, yeah, I've yeah. seen those. Those are um, cool. But I, I I like bought a couple for my office because a full-size actual arcade machine is like $3,000. Or you Jeez. get this smaller one that mm-hmm. you can put together in 20 minutes and it's 300 bucks. And uh, so, I got a couple from my office. But I was just tweeting about how much I liked them and then somebody... I not even. I'm not even mm-hmm. tagging the people in them. Same with the Spurs. I was just tweeting about the right. thing, and somebody will yeah. somebody who follows me will will have like they work there or connect connected to them, and then I don't know what happens in the background, but eventually people reach out, and it's always cool to see happen. I get really excited because I know as soon as somebody reaches out, like the Spurs in this case, and they're like, "Hey, we'll give you some free tickets," and, mm-hmm. and they've done it on Twitter publicly. I can respond yeah. back and be like, well, I don't w- want you to give them to me because I don't want to be like beholden to anybody. But if you right. want to let me give them away to somebody else, we can do that. And then everybody is just sort of pressured into it. And they always <laughs> have to like let me do yeah, it. Yeah, that's uh, funny. That's always funny.
0: we Someday we're hoping to sit courtside. Uh, we're putting it out into the world. <laughs>
2: yeah, just putting that energy out there.
0: So, um, Shay, we have a little segment where we try to wrap up everything that happens in a week, or in this case, in a couple weeks, because Agata and Gabe were in Japan. So, uh, we call this segment, Previously on Basketball.
1: First while on far Basketball.
0: (laughs) 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 Was that first while? What did that say? First while. First while. (laughs) Okay. Um, All right, Gabe. How Steph Curry unlikely to return this season after hand injury. Oh. Clippers' decision to rest Kawhi Leonard sparks discussion on load management. Oh. Snoop Dogg tries his hand at color commentary at a Lakers game. Oh. Hawks' John Collins tests positive for PEDs and is suspended 25 games. Oh. Heat's Dion waiters reportedly got too high on weed gummies. <laughs> <laughs> Kemba gets emotional tribute standing ovation before re- reunion game versus Hornets. <laughs> um, I feel like everyone's talked about load management, so I'm not, I'm not sure we need to talk about that anymore, but, um, but Shay, did you have any sort of like thoughts on that Kawhi situation?
1: I don't think anything that hasn't been expressed yet. I mean, you bring in, yeah. you bring in Kawhi to win a championship. Mm-hmm. Who cares how many games he plays during a regular season? He, I think he played like 60 something with Toronto and then was there for the playoffs to do what he does. Like, let that, let that man be just, you know, wake him up and totally. wake him up in May and and <laughs> we'll be good to go.
2: I agree. Yeah. Like he, he's, there's, the season is so long. He has so many games to play. Like, I don't understand why it's an issue. Yeah. I do feel like this might be, like, a bigger discussion about how long this season
0: is. <laughs> like, yeah, maybe cut some games down. I don't know.
2: Maybe I'm in the minority there, but. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to piss off some NBA fans. With that, with that Sorry about that. <laughs> they want the season to be all year round. I know, I know. <laughs> Poor Steph Curry. I mean, oh. That sucks. Yeah.
0: The, the Warriors have been... I actually went to a Warriors game oh, yeah. uh, How was that? last weekend. Uh, they were playing against the Trailblazers. I saw the new Chase Arena. It was a great game. <laughs> there was like all new
2: guys pretty much. Um, they just all have question marks on the back of their jerseys.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, but I, I, you know, got excited kind of because I feel like... These are fresh faces. Mm-hmm. They were playing really well that night. You know, obviously, not every game uh, they've played has gone so well, but like, this is like the future of the organization, hopefully, mm-hmm. you know? And it's like, cool, let the Warriors be bad for a while. I'm totally good with that because, yeah. like, then I can like them and people won't be mad at me.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, that's fine. <laughs>
0: But, um, but yeah, that Steph injury looked really bad and I think, you know, he's probably just gonna, there, there, even if it wasn't that bad, they were like, sit out the whole season, we'll be bad this season. Yeah. Next season, hopefully we'll be
2: better. Totally. Um, what's up with these weed gummies? I didn't hear about this one. (laughs) Is that Gabe? Gabe, did you put that in there?
3: Yeah, uh, this was just a story that I saw where um, uh, Dion Waiters, who hasn't really been playing, but apparently one one game he was sat because he was ill, but then somebody said that it was because he ate too many weed gummies on the plane and had a panic attack.
2: (laughs) Aren't they not allowed to consume weed in any form? I mean, (laughs) yeah, yeah,
0: I... Hopefully he doesn't immediately get a drug test.
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean, whoever's snitching needs to stop, <laughs> but, um, you know, been there, Dion,
0: <laughs> I'm I'm sorry that you had a panic attack. That sucks. And so much drugs, like drug testing happening recently with John Collins, like, um, with Aiden before him, like, yeah. it's kind of crazy how much guys are being, you know, Caught for taking drugs so
2: like you know you're gonna get tested like pay attention (laughs) but i i
0: think in the past i don't know uh shay you might be able to correct me but like in the past i think they kind of got a heads up about when they're going to be tested and maybe the nba is not doing that anymore
1: Mm. uh that part so maybe that's why they're getting that part i do not know (laughs) i do know the main like the main difference with with the nba uh, they're like Marijuana policy is there's no off season testing, mm. and then during the season, if I'm not mistaken, you you can be subject to up to four like random tests mm. as far as how random they are or, or like are they telling you ahead of time? I act? I have no idea, but this one seemed like he just sort of told on himself, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is a very Dion Waiters like thing to do. Uh, so you know, here we are. There's like there's like a, a like the new version of when Michael Beasley. I think he tweeted or maybe it was on Facebook or wherever, Instagram, but he posted a picture of himself. I think he's like showing off his back tattoo and then in the background, you saw a bunch mm-hmm. of weed paraphernalia and it's just like, oh, cool. Oh my that's, God. <laughs> <laughs> that's like an
2: amateur move.
1: Like, yeah. Come
2: on. That's like a college
0: move, which makes sense for their age. Yeah. But like <laughs> they
2: are young. That's true. But get
0: it together, fellas. <laughs> All right. Should we get into the game? Yeah. um, So this week we watched the Boston Celtics at the San Antonio Spurs on November 9th, 2019. Let's meet the boys.
3: Let's meet the boys.
2: Great group of guys. So on the Celtics. On the Celtics, we have Daniel Tice, Gordon Hayward, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Kemba Walker. Off the bench, we've got Marcus Smart, Javante Green, and Robert Williams with head coach Brad Stevens. And on the Spurs,
3: San
0: <laughs> Gabe had to get San Antonio in there. Shay, Gabe <laughs> annoys us by calling San Antonio San Antone. How do you feel about that?
1: Mm-hmm. My my wife's father-in-law does the same thing. Oh no! <laughs> but he just does it like he does it sincerely, and I think it's great. I, you think it's? You I love, love it. it. I, I love it. I think it's fantastic. I've done a, I've I've done a ton of podcasts before, mm-hmm. um, like just guessed it. Especially when somebody wants to talk about the Spurs, yeah. I think of all the podcasts I've done, y- y'all's has the best like. I'm. I'm at this point. I'm excited to hear whatever soundbites <laughs> y'all throw out there now. Oh, it's been fantastic. Thank you
2: so much. It's all Gabe. But it's we'll all take Gabe. The credit. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: Gabe surprises surprises us constantly with his little sound drops. It's it's fabulous. <laughs> so on the um, the starters for the Spurs are uh, Trey Lyles, Lamarcus Aldridge, Bryn Forbes, DeMar DeRozan. Um, DeJounte Murray. Did I say his name? DeJounte. DeJounte. Patty Mills was coming off the bench. Rudy Gay. Derek White. A bunch of bench boys, actually, this game. And then head coach Mm -hmm. is Greg Popovich. The mascot is the Coyote. (laughs) We... (laughs) We, we're obsessed with the coyote. we are obsessed
2: with That's the coyote. are obsessed with the an accurate description. It's just the the wildest mascot in the whole league. Um, why do his eyes look like that? I don't know, but I find
1: them intriguing, yeah. the running joke is that he is we were just talking about drugs so that he is on some sort of drugs <laughs> yeah. some sort of methamphetamine type drug. I could totally see is that. like the. He w- the undercurrent that they that they have. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: he's tripping out in the desert somewhere. <laughs> Lost his pants because he never wears
2: pants.
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah if your eyes look like that you don't need to wear pants <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah exactly um, I just want to start this by saying last time we talked about the Celtics um, we had some people mad that we didn't mention the things that we want they wanted us to talk about or the people we, they wanted us to talk about I'm sorry we will not get to everyone and everything
0: we're not hey Celtics fans we're not gonna please you I'm so yeah. sorry we're not gonna talk about your favorite guy who did the coolest dunk
2: that's just not this show yeah so please <laughs> <laughs> if you're gonna tweet at us be nice about it yeah. um okay let's get into the game
3: let's play some basketball!
0: <laughs> that cracks me up um okay so right off the bat I see a big H-E-B advertisement <laughs> which i've never been to because uh i've only been to texas once but it just
2: sounds like a great grocery store it, it is a great grocery store but also i just learned in this game what it stands for yeah here everything's better
0: no no that's not what it stands for <laughs> what does it stand for so that's like their advertisement but isn't it butts it's someone's last name is butts h-e butts <laughs> is that true yeah
2: oh man so they
0: made a
1: howard howard
0: (laughs)
2: e-butt so they made a slogan that also just says h-e-b that's confusing
0: i think they're trying to get away from butt
1: (laughs) yeah that's the move
2: (laughs) i think i think uh you know lean into the butt yeah (laughs) <laughs> that's what I think. I think that's the slogan of our podcast is lean
0: into the butts. Yeah.
2: <laughs> or hear everything's
0: butts.
2: Hear everything's butts. All right. We got... Um, I mean, right off the bat, this game is pretty heavily uh, like towards the Celtics. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I,
0: I think the Spurs had like a seven-point run in the beginning. And I'm so sorry, Shay, but they'd never had that again.
2: Yeah. It was... It was kind of hard to watch. Um, I mean the Celtics are just looking great they've got Kemba now who is talk about butts yeah absolute cutie great butt um, and just such a great basketball player and he's a great addition to that team they're just so strong out there that they the, the poor the poor Spurs just couldn't really um, couldn't really defend against them yeah. their offense is
1: so strong. Yeah, it was a pretty sucky game to watch. I was like mad that I had agreed to do this podcast.
2: (laughs) Oh, sorry. (laughs) That
1: that was a game that we had to to do. The Celtics do look great. I think they've won now seven in a row, which is like, again, nobody had any idea. Nobody knows what anybody's going to do. Certainly, nobody expected the Celtics to like reel off seven games in a row. They probably won't do that again for the rest of the season or they might win 20 in a row. I have no idea about anything. But yeah, yeah, I turned the game on. By halftime, we were down 18 <laughs> and I was like, fuck this. Uh, this sucks. Yeah. And then I started watching the the Oregon game, which is way better, by the way. Okay. You lifted
2: your spirits. I mean, yeah, you pretty, it sounds like you got the gist of it, even if you didn't watch every minute, because it just felt the same the whole way through.
0: I have to say, Bryn Forbes looked awesome. He was on fire. He, I mean, I don't I think that there was like a lot of really cool plays that happened in this game um, from on the Spurs side. Um, They were moving the ball around a lot. Like there were some really there were some good dunks and stuff. Um, I just think like the two things they were having a hard time with was all of the big boys on the Celtics. Yeah, it was hard for them to get close to the basket. Totally. And then also Kemba works his magic when he just like wiggles like a snake <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> towards the basket and then lays it in like it, he makes it look effortless even yeah. though he's
2: he slides in there just like butter you know <laughs> yeah. if there's a tiny little gap he's gonna get in there
0: yeah um so a couple things that were were fun was we were watching the um local spurs broadcast And we were watching it After the fact So we got to see All of the sort of like Interstitial stuff We saw the coyote Jumping on a trampoline And dunking (laughs) Which was fun We saw him dressed In like Camo Like grass camouflage Mm -hmm. uh, Shooting The (laughs) t-shirt cannon to, into the yeah. crowd
2: he also <laughs> wheeled out a 100 year old man <laughs> yeah because it was the veterans
0: yeah. uh weekend you know veterans day weekend game and so he wheeled out a hundred year old veteran who <laughs> who didn't look like he was
2: excited <laughs> he, had, he looked like he had no idea what was going on which i mean that makes sense you're a hundred but the coyote was wearing like a military top and no
1: pants no pants
2: (laughs) it's such a weird look it looks like he it looks like he like hooked up with a military person and like stayed the night and then woke up and (laughs) put on the shirt in the morning (laughs) that's so true
0: <laughs> he woke up to go like brush his teeth and just didn't have any pants on yeah <laughs> it was like hey I
2: gotta go to work I gotta wheel out this 100 year old man the
0: one important thing that happened in the first quarter actually is Gordon Hayward broke his hand on Lamarcus Aldridge's I guess like hard chest super hard <laughs> chest
2: <laughs> yeah it's such a weird um, did you see a uh, video of this Shay? Uh yeah yeah, it was just such a weird thing because it was like, we heard about it and then we watched it and we were like, what even happened? It d- looks like barely anything happened.
0: Yeah, he kind of just like, like put his hand out and then it just like goes limp. <laughs> yeah. Which makes me think that Gordon Hayward is just made of glass yeah, at this point. He's a fragile little boy. Yeah. Big boy.
2: <laughs> fragile little big boy.
0: <laughs> um, But LaMarcus Aldridge must be cut. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he is. Any, any highlights that you saw worth, worth noting, Shay, or were you just like,
1: <laughs> out? No, from this game, I was immediately out. Like from, from very early on. I was like, a. Oh, that's all right. By the, by the end of the fourth, we were, I mean, by the end of the first, we were down nine. And I've watched enough Spurs game at this point to know, sometimes you just know when the team is going to have a sucky night. Yeah. The same as when you know, oh, everything's going right. And mm-hmm. we scored 30 points in the first quarter and it still just didn't feel like it was going to be great. And yeah. that's exactly what the rest of the game looked like. Mm-hmm. First quarter, we were down nine. Second quarter, we're down 18. Four, yeah. There was just no chance in the second half where we were like getting anything close to any sort of momentum. It was just like, all right, let's just get this game over with and like good luck on the, on the next one. Uh, a highlight, yeah. uh, one highlight that I will point out that uh, I'm just going to keep talking about it, is during the Oregon Team USA game, which I think everybody should should watch, you could probably find it on the internet in its entirety. But in the mm-hmm. fourth quarter, again, this is the Team USA, basketball, this is the best basketball team in the world and they're playing against Oregon, which is my favorite college team, they're the number one ranked team prior to the season starting and uh, Oregon had said early on like all they wanted to do was not lose by more than 20 basically was their goal. Mm-hmm. And then Sabrina came out, had herself like a, a tough first half and then got, got cooking. Satu and Ruthie were like doing what they do. But in the fourth quarter, the, the, the Oregon Ducks miraculously are up by one. I think it was 69-70. Uh, they had the ball got knocked into the backcourt. Uh, there's seven seconds left on the shot clock or something like that. So, they've got to bring it up three-quarters court. They throw it into Sabrina. Sabrina's dribbling it up. They're showing it from far, from like the back side of the court. She's dribbling it up. You can see the shot clock counting down from 7-6. You're like, there's no way she's going to make it in time to the rim. And she pulls up from like 35 feet, just like right past the logo at half court. And she just says, I think, I believe it was over Suberg, but she just pulled up from that far away and just fucking splashed it in. And the place goes nuts. And that was the oh moment where everyone was like, I think We might be able to pull this off. I think they might be Team USA because she was totally cooking at that point. Um, Her Mm -hmm. and Satu were like going back and forth, just scoring everything. And But that one shot, it was like, if they go on to win the championship this year, uh, that's it's going to be like the best season of all time for me watching college basketball. (laughs) There's only been like four of them. But here we are. Like I'm ready for this like – for the, for the universe to have said, here we go, we're going to deliver mm. this to you. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah it
0: sounds great. I'm, you make me want to follow Oregon, which <laughs> we've never really followed college basketball before, but it sounds like this is a, a good team to start watching.
1: Yeah. That, so, so, when I started watching Oregon, this was like um, two years ago. I saw a clip that was, like, being passed around on Twitter of this guard. Her name is Aina Ayuso. She was a freshman at the time. And she, like, did cross over and her defender fell down. And that's, like, one of my favorite things in basketball is when the defender gets shaken so badly that they fall on the ground. And I was like, Mm -hmm. oh, that's cool. I retweeted it. I made a little comment about it. Um, And then right when the the tournament started, I believe it was the first game of the tournament, another clip popped up and and it was Aina again. And she had crossed over another defender and made another one fall down. And I was like, I, I like to watch the tournament as it is, but I figured, oh, well, I don't have a team that I just root yeah. for in college. or the, Apparently, Oregon, if you watch the game, there's like a chance somebody will fall down every game. I don't know. Um, and I started watching them that way. And uh, then I came to realize, oh, this is their backup point guard. She's not even like the best point guard that they have. There's another player named Maite. Um, she's even better, but Maite is not even the best player on the team. It's Sabrina and like, whatever, you just sort of, I just fell backwards into this team that was on its way up that had never mm-hmm. like historically had not been great, but they have, uh, they got a new coach a couple years ago and they've just sort of built up the, their team into now the number one ranked team in the country. If you're going to pick a team to watch, watch them, cause they still haven't won their title. Uh, they get mm-hmm. to, you know, the elite eight or whatever, um, or final four, but they haven't gotten there yet. I think mm. this is the season that they do, and it's going to be—it's a great deal of fun. And Sabrina, aside from being the best player in the country, she's also like the most ferocious. She just talks shit the entire time, and and I lo- I got to go to to an Oregon game last season, and uh, we were sitting right like right behind the bench, and you could just hear her barking. The whole game. There's one part where she hit a three-over player that came like flying in and she just turned around and was running her mouth at her. And I was like, let's go. This is my favorite player in the world right now. Um, <laughs> it's just, it's I just love
0: great. hearing players like That's yell awesome. at each other.
1: Yes, <laughs> I love too.
0: hearing the shit talking. Yeah. Yes.
2: <laughs> okay. So, the Celtics Spurs game ended at 135-115. Now we're going to give out some donkeys. Um, these are... Uh, awards where we give them out for arbitrary categories that we make up on the spot. Shay, you're welcome to give them out for your game that you watch, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> whatever you feel like. Um, we always give out most points. Oh, donkey. <laughs> of course. Um, so we always give out most points.
1: Sorry. Are yeah. these, are these called donkeys or donkeys?
2: donkeys <laughs>
1: oh that's just the closest like sound bite that yeah okay I'll just making it sure it's
2: just a silly joke <laughs>
0: yeah i think yeah. it started because it. gabe would say donkeys like he would say it in that tone.
2: <laughs> uh yeah yeah all right so most points goes to the boston celtics <laughs> we have to yeah um the f- but we can also
1: give it to Oregon
2: <laughs> yeah we
0: could give Let's it to Oregon yeah. too. I
1: vote we give it to Oregon that's my okay
0: vote. okay um I uh I'm just gonna say best assistant coach or I'm gonna say coolest assistant coach uh-huh. goes to Tim Duncan because he he had a suit on but he like wasn't wearing a tie and he had the, like these little braids that lo- made him look like Oh, he's the cool uncle of the, of the <laughs> assistant coach team. And it's just cool to see him there on the bench
1: anyway. So, yeah. That's probably the first time anybody's ever described Tim Duncan as cool.
0: <laughs> it does feel like he's trying a bit hard yeah. with his hair. Yeah. But I... How do
1: you do fellow kids? Kind of thing.
0: Yeah, <laughs> He's not a hip young guy, uh, but he... but. He really was looking like it compared to the rest of the bench. Actually, Becky Hammond also looks very cool with her. Like she had like a gold top on.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but, um, all right. I'm going to give best hair to Lonnie Walker, who I believe has won this donkey on this show before, but it's just really cool. It looks great. How do you get it so vertical? I don't know. I'm into it. It's a feat against gravity. Yeah. <laughs> he is. He is on a mission to fight gravity and he is winning.
0: <laughs> Gabe, do you have any dunkies you want to give out?
3: I was really impressed with the Hype Squad, the Spurs Hype Squad. Nice. I'm going to give the best Hype Squad. They were doing some pretty great flips. Oh, yeah. They were doing some trampoline dunks. Uh, I was hyped. It worked.
2: <laughs> you were also flipping and dunking at home watching? Yeah. Great. I think I also want to give shortest shorts
0: to Carson Edwards he's a rookie on the Celtics and he's he's smaller he's like 5'10 5'11 um but damn those shorts are short he's got he's got the thigh meat out (laughs) he's
2: got the thigh meat out (laughs) uh feeling the light which we respect on the show yeah um Shay do you have any donkeys you like to give out
1: Uh, I want to give a donkey to Satu Sabali who plays for the Ducks I'm gonna ignore the Spurs game entirely Um,
0: I love your strategy. <laughs> yeah.
1: That's my that's my plan. But I, I I'm really excited about Satu. She's like uh she's going to be the second best player on the team this year behind Sabrina. And when Satu plays like when she knows she's the second best player on the court, or at times the first best player on the court, the ducks become almost unbeatable. And she started to realize that last season, last season, she had 12 games where she scored more than 20 points. She had seven where she scored more than 25 and two where she scored more than 30. And uh, when she plays like that, the, again, the Ducks just become a, a totally different team. And uh, to do what she did last night against Team USA was like, seemed to me, her announcing everybody's dying this season. And I loved it.
0: Sounds like wow. she's the heart of the game.
1: That's cool. Um, or the team, I mean. Uh, no, I think that goes to Sabrina, but she's mm. the one who's like, you know, you need you need the other player. You can't you can't do it with just one. And if somebody else on the Ducks is going to be that other player, like the backup to Sabrina, um, to the, the, the like crime partner, you it's got to be Satu. She just she's too she's she's bigger than everyone. She's faster than everyone. She's a, probably stronger than everyone. Um, and she can do it from everywhere on the court, and when she has in her head that she can do all of those things, again, she's just—it's lights out, baby.
0: <laughs> Amazing. Okay, so um, we've got we've got two donkeys for Oregon. We've got uh, three for Spurs and one for Celtics.
2: So the Spurs win. Spurs win it.
0: Congratulations.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right. Um, Shay, is there anything you'd like to plug before we let you go?
1: Uh, no, I don't have anything I would like to plug. I guess buy a, buy a copy of the book, movies, and other things. But beyond that, buy a Sabrina Unesco jersey, which will be on sale soon. I just found out on the internet <laughs> this week. Um, <laughs> Nike is making them. Be- I, I When I went to Oregon, I tried to steal a sabrina jersey and i couldn't get my hands on one they don't Mm -hmm. sell them in the store they have like a generic no name on the back sort of no no correct number rude but now they're making an official one so grab one of those
0: nice cool well we love your book and we agree everyone should go out and buy it totally it's uh, it's fabulous great illustrations too and and follow
2: him on twitter at shay serrano he's got lots of basketball opinions and other stuff on there too yeah yeah Thank you so much for being with yeah, us. Thank you. We really appreciate your time.
1: All right. Thank you.
2: Bye. Bye.
0: All right. For our next game, we're going to watch the Minnesota Timberwolves at the Houston Rockets on November 17th, 2019. Watch along with us or don't. You could just listen to us and we'll tell you everything you need to know. Let's get into our mail basket. You
1: got, you got
2: mail. mail. Today, we have a voicemail.
1: Hi, Dunktown. This is Jenna. I'm From just outside of Sacramento, I just wanted to call to ask if you guys are playing fantasy basketball this season. I've played the first time last season and just did my draft for this season is a very fun way to get immediately invested in a whole host of cuties. I already love all of my sons very much. And uh, I think it's a really fun way to be invested in every game that happens every night. All right. Love you.
2: Bye. Thank you, Jenna.
0: Um, You inspired us to do our Fantasy League episode, which we released a couple weeks ago.
2: Yeah. um, And as an update, Kevin O'Brien is smashing all of us into the (laughs) ground with his fists and his butt and his feet.
0: (laughs) He's uh, way ahead of everyone. But that being said, it's been pretty fun. Like I feel like I've been watching stats more than i ever have before in my it's life so
2: much work you have to constantly be well our the way our league is set up we can only change the lineups one time per week i don't know if that's normal or not but it's so frustrating when stuff happens and you can't change anything for a whole week yeah that's been the craziest part
0: yeah because i pretty much have have a cursed team because every time I add a player, he gets injured. Mm -hmm. And so I, which I am a witch (laughs) and I love to injure players. (laughs) Um, but it's been really frustrating because a player will get injured and then I can't change my lineup that whole week. So I just get zero points from that player. Um, and right now my boys are looking good. I am, I've beaten uh, or am am beating Andy, which feels good <laughs> because he
2: does not care and was winning for so long. He has not looked at his team at all or changed anything, which is his strategy. And that's fine. Um,
3: it's beating me, which is extremely frustrating. <laughs> I'm very upset to be in dead last place in this Sorry, league. Sorry, Gabe. It's okay.
0: Gabe, I think that means you're a good person because I feel like you've been playing with your heart more than with your head. <laughs>
3: um that's just sounds like bad strategy to me but okay
0: <laughs> but um but who knows it's a long season so we might just get the hang of this thing and
2: and yeah. uh i mean i feel like i'm already kind of getting it a little bit more but i mean yeah I, maybe it's kind of a blessing in disguise that we can't be changing it all the time because we're just like locked in no matter what it would be frustrating if i would
0: like, I think I would constantly tinker with it, Yeah, you yeah, know, to exactly. steal a term from the league.
2: Yeah. But like, it makes sense to, I don't know, for football, it makes sense to me to have it like weekly because there's not that many games. But right. with, with how the NBA is set up, it's just like so much crazy shit's happening I don't know. It's it's weird, but I'm having fun. Uh, unfortunately, Kevin O'Brien will not trade me Luca, despite my many requests. Um, and even though my team is named after him, I um, have tried, and he will not do it. He pu- made a public statement that he's not releasing his golden <laughs> goose. <laughs> so, uh, this is my public statement to Kevin, which is, uh, go fuck yourself, <laughs> Kevin. <laughs> um, but
0: anyways, thank you, Jana, for jenna <laughs> jenna for giving us this idea and we're glad that you told us before the
2: leak started and we jumped in there and made this leak. so um if you want to send us something you can email us at hi at dunk.town or leave us a message on our cutie hotline 903-420-DUNK um you can always tell us about what your favorite teams are up to um secret cuties that we never talk about we're always looking for that gold, baby. Yeah, something from
0: the past that we definitely don't know about and you think we should. Let us know.
2: Yeah. Huge thank you to Shea Serrano for being on this episode. Um, and I we just want to give a special shout out to all of our new listeners. Um, we've had a big couple of weeks and... Um, A few people have been super supportive and nice about the show, which we really appreciate. Um, Thank you to Mark Kramer at Vulture for including us in his list of great comedy podcasts for NBA fans. Um, And also, shout out to the guys at No Dunks for um, picking us in the NBA Twitter draft. Um, We were flattered, and thank you so much. Um, And and also, huge thank you to Paul Scheer for um, choosing us as one of his picks of the week on How Did This Get Made?, that was a very fun thing to discover.
0: Yeah, fun surprise. And we're big fans of all of you. So uh, it was really cool to to hear the words dunk town come out of your mouth. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
2: um. Thanks so much to you guys for coming on this journey with us. As always, we love you. Love you. Bye. Bye. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Dunktown Podcast. I am on Twitter at echo underscore mint and on Instagram Agata Monica. Anastasia's on both as Anastasia Vigo. Check out our website, it's dunk.town. If you like the show, write us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. It really helps us and we really appreciate it. We have t-shirts, stickers, and hoodies available for sale at dunk.town slash store. Thank you to Andrea Tomingus for all of your design work. Thank you to Andrew Clotworthy for our original theme song. You can check out his Patreon at patreon.com slash clotworthy.